0: welcome to game static it's our second week in a row and no Alex light he's still on vacation somewhere in Florida and we are left with just myself and John to once again run this and for me to actually know how to do music this time um
1: oh yeah you didn't have it left yeah
0: <laughs> I just killed it last week but uh I mean I'm Zach I'm here here hosting again from the main room and then I got John with me how's it going today John
1: it's going all right we got we got a little more than we did last week so it should be a little little less chaotic jumping around
0: i don't know we don't have an actual script right up wrote right up so we'll see how this goes yeah we did we just did <laughs> away with that we couldn't be bothered for um but going into that so it is another week without alex so me and john we are going to hit some couple topics this week that came out this week and then we're just gonna roll with it We're just going to see how this show goes, so if you're here, enjoy. And next week, we'll probably have Alex back again, so we'll have some more uh, order to all of it.
1: Uh, He may just end up staying away. This this is our show now.
0: (laughs) Well, just throw that out. We do still have sponsors, though, so we do still have that. We still have Agent Inc. stuff still coming out on that. Some final ideas are coming out, so we should hopefully have something for that to show off here in, like, a couple weeks. Um... Cause yeah, no, that stuff looks really nice. The few things I've seen, so I really want to show that off. And of course, Wayward Beard Company, all for all your beard stuff. I mean, I got something going here, but it's not really anything. Uh, then Rogue Energy, I still want those cans. They haven't released another date for those cans. They look good. They sound yeah. good. I should say.
1: Yeah, I'm, I mean, cans seem good. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the the new flavors. They sound real good.
0: They do sound good. And of course, we got also got Red Dragon, who's a sponsor as well. And then we also have our Discord channel, and you can always join with the link below, as well as all our promo codes and everything, also down below as well. And of course, you can also check out the website, sparky3.com, and you can sign up for five bucks a month and get access to episodes early, or you can just sign up for free. Help us out that way as well. And I think with all that, that's all the plugs and whatnot, so let's get into it. So, what we want to start with, John? EA sound good?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it looks seems like we're gonna be getting a new, new like PC EA app. Where uh, kind of they're moving away from the Origin app. Which I mean, I've, I'm I'm kind of glad to see that the Origin app is going away, but I'm also less enthused that it's just a new EA app taking its place.
0: Yeah. It's just new EA. I mean. I never really liked Origin. Um, it,
1: or, it was, it's it's like my probably my second least favorite of the independent apps that, or like the independent launchers that everybody yes. uses.
0: I mean, it was nice for what it was because it gave us EA games before they got put on everything else. But I mean, I was never a big fan of Origin. I think I maybe used it for like two years, and after that, I forgot it was a thing.
1: It's like in in recent years, the only thing that I've that I've had it installed on my computer for is whenever I go back and play Apex. Because... I did
0: not realize Apex went through Origin, okay.
1: Yeah, well, it's like, it always went through it, but, I mean, the I had downloaded it through there initially, I'm pretty sure, and so it's just mapped there on my computer. Gotcha. So it's the only, it's like the only thing I ever kept Origin for. So, I mean it's it's a bit dated at this point it it doesn't it, it hadn't seen the love that some of these other other uh like softwares that everybody has or like these other hubs that people have origins just kind of been the same for 10 years, years and years now but so, the fact the fact that we're getting a new a new ea launcher i mean it it'll it'll be nice to have a, like i said that like new fresh coat of paint essentially
0: Pretty much. So, so a couple of things that came out of the announcement for it was, so it is going to completely replace Origin. Origin is for sure going away. For anyone who's still using Origin and care and worried about their Origin library, don't worry. EA is supposed to be sending out invites soon to allow you to carry over all that stuff over from Origin to the EA app. It's supposed to be the fastest and lightest uh, EA client to date. I don't know. I don't get the lightest thing. Unless, I mean, I, like, I guess assume, like, Memory-wise,
1: I would assume something like that. It's also an interesting way to phrase it because the fastest EA launcher your 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 comp your comparison is Origin. <laughs> it's like wait, there's not much of you're not competing against anything except what you're replacing. Of course,
0: with the new launcher, it's getting an overhaul design. It's going to allow background downloads and updates finally, as well as having allowing cross-platform friendless list.
1: Yeah. Which, I mean, at this point, at this point, if a, if one of these independent hubs does not, like, allow you to connect all of your different accounts that you, we have to have for these, it's, I mean, it's kind of dead in the water.
0: It pretty much is. But, I mean, overall, for anyone who's still stuck using Origin and whatnot, you're getting a new, fresh paint of stuff, new look, hopefully faster stuff, more uh, user-friendly, yeah. all that fun stuff.
1: I mean, the one thing, the one thing there that, uh really kind of speaks to it, aside from like background updates and all that, which it didn't allow for previously. Uh It's just the faster. Because yeah. Origin is not a fast program. <laughs>
0: oh, it is not. It is rough. I mean, honestly, I can probably look and I may have gotten an Origin email like three years ago. <laughs> it's literally the last time ever. Oh yeah, looking forward to that. I don't believe they gave any release date for it at this time, just that it is coming soon.
1: Yeah, I I assume it'll be some where they they start the transition and it's like they'll just there'll be kind of waves of people moving over from it and even it's like I assume if you if you haven't been using Origin and you have stuff on there I assume when the, the time comes that Origin is or they've fully transitioned over to it and you try to try to launch Origin I'm gonna assume they'll just be like hey this isn't a thing anymore go to this link and it's like go to the this uh, follow this link below and it'll take you to the new launcher and, and I take with the that, ability to sign it.
0: I take that back, as it says in this article right now, is the EA app is actually now available for supported Windows PCs. Unfortunately, it is not out for Mac OS players yet, but that is it's in the works and should be coming out soon. But for Windows PC, you should be able to go ahead and download the EA app now. Are you looking it up?
1: Uh, yeah, trying to, but I'm getting lost. Oh, yep, yep. There is a there is a new download link for it.
0: Cool. So yeah, for all Windows players, you can go download that and if you can get that set up if you want to move over your Origin stuff. But yeah. other news, we have a whole. Sony story into the PC, all that fun stuff. Still no Sony Launcher, but they have come out recently in an interview that you saw, John, about what their take on PC and Sony games.
1: Yeah, because previously when we talked about it, or like when we had kind of speculated about it, I I was fully, fully with the fact that sony games will not be coming next like on so on playstation and pc for the next three to five years we won't get like same day launches mm-hmm. uh and it seems like that is going to be the case because uh, uh it looks like in an interview with uh, uh, for a youtube uh, youtuber playstation steals uh head Herman Hulse, let's look that uh, for PlayStation exclusive games, looks like it'll be at least a year before they would make their way to PC. Which, not unexpected for me at least, mm-hmm. uh, but actually c- like a quicker turnaround to getting it on PC than I would have thought they'd be aiming for if they're looking at the their time frame just being a year. But that does not include live service games. Any live service games uh, that take place on both platforms, like Destiny 2 and that, uh, they'll still receive the same update, or updates at the same time, or within a short time period. It's it's not going to be like, okay, well, the update goes to console, and then it's going to be a year before it gets there. Any live service games will still get timely updates. It's just going to be their PlayStation exclusives. will take at, at least a year to get to PC.
0: I mean, you're right, though. That is a much faster turnaround than we honestly expected versus some of these games we have been getting from that have been getting PC ports like Spider-Man, Horizon, yeah. all that fun yeah, stuff, and those cool. coming out still at full yeah, $50, $60 Spider- prices.
1: <laughs> I was like, Spider-Man was two, three years before it came to PC. God of War was... Like three and a half, four years before it came to PC.
0: Miles Morales was just announced recently. That it's going to be coming to PC soon. I mean, at yeah. least a year turnover and keeping them at that price seems a lot more reasonable. It's
1: a lot more reasonable than than like four years, years. after the game comes out and they're like, you know, we're still we're going to release it again at fifty dollars. And it's the like, worst okay, well, part on the if I buy it on the console, it's ten dollars.
0: The worst part though is that there's people that only have PCs and will pay that for those. M- games just because those games are very good and yeah. they will outright pay that easily and Sony's taking full advantage of that.
1: Yeah, but I mean the I mean we've we've heard that Sony was very much like moving towards uh putting their releases on PC. It's been evident over the past few years as more and more games have come there. Just now we have like we have at least somewhat of a time frame to expect these exclusives to make their way to PC after lo- after ni- initial launch, at least.
0: Which will be nice, especially for PC communities, since a lot of people won't have to wait as long. I mean, like Deathloop, which just came out at the beginning of this month for everything else. It was on PlayStation and PC for a year
1: exclusively, in which
0: a uh, year wasn't that long. And I mean, will still picked it up and played it again a year later, so. Well,
1: that's, I mean, that's the nice thing to say for some of these exclusivity deals. It's like, if it's going to be a year, that's nice, because, I mean, I mean, hell, like, a couple years ago, a six-month exclusivity deal seemed like it was an eternity. Forever. And now, and now we're we're looking at, like, oh, if it's only going to be a year, that's not too bad.
0: That's not bad at all.
1: It's, it's a, it's amazing how the perspective on that changes.
0: That is sort of funny. Um, yeah, no. I mean, overall, I, at least for me, I feel like that marketing isn't bad at all. It's actually very um, good, and that gives us a nice little timetable for accessibility for all that fun stuff, especially with, we did just get the announcement this week of a Sony-exclusive God of War. Ragnarok has gone gold, so... <laughs> Here we go. we're almost there, everybody. everyone looking for right we're, we're
1: we're a, uh just before a month out because uh yeah at the, it's like at the time we're doing this it it's the eighth, and God of War is next month on the ninth, so we are officially closing in on it mm-hmm. and i'm i i'm I'm excited. I can't wait.
0: I mean, that's you and Alex thing. I might have oh, a PS5 yeah. by that time, but I'm still, I probably won't pick it up immediately. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's like, I have I forgot to reply to Alex's text to me yesterday. He was like, hey, do you want to, do you want to, Uh. it's like, I'm setting this up for like this time. Do you want to go do this? Or are you going to be in deep with God of War? And I'm like, I mean, what do you think?
0: <laughs> I mean, that's to like be I've fair.
1: Been, like I've been, I've been waiting on that for like four years now.
0: Well, moving on from that, so a future things, we have actually had several announcements from CD Projekt Red this week, and them oh, releasing. Yeah,
1: this this kind of came out of fucking nowhere. I mean,
0: it really did, but I mean. I mean, it was sort of a amazing timing with it with everything with the wins that Alex has been saying for Cyberpunk since Edge Runners came out and everyone hitting up Cyberpunk. So, we got an announcement of several new CD Project Red projects in the work with only code names, but we do know that they are a next game in the Witcher uh series of games, a spin-off of from the Witcher sp- games and then actually the second game in the Cyberpunk series. There was one more I can't remember. Do well, you know?
1: I th- I think it was basically conf- there was two spin-off games for Witcher mm-hmm. announced or that were announced that they were going to be in the works and then I think like I think it was three other mainline Witcher games uh at least like expected to be made with only like the next installment of Witcher Kind of being the 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 focus on that side of it. Yes. But yeah, and then and then like you said, riding the writing the high of uh, the cyberpunk re- uh, resurgence. Uh, we got the announcement of the the full fledged sequel to Cyberpunk 2077, uh, which which is I c- mean currently called I'm, Orion. Yeah, and uh, like a. That when when I think it was in an interview or something, where when they, it was talked about, it was basically saying like basing off of Cyberpunk, and uh, they expected they were gonna need like 350 to 500 developers for uh, the, the Cyberpunk sequel. Cyberpunk. Which, I that, mean, that's
0: that's fucking ridiculous.
1: That's a huge team to work on it.
0: I mean, CD Projekt Red. Always has very large teams. It seems for these some of these games, and I mean it took them twelve years for Cyberpunk just because of all the fun stuff with that. So I'm hoping they can cut that at least in half for Cyberpunk Two, well, with a better I release window. Ass- I
1: ass- yeah, I assume so because I feel like a lot of it is going to be built off. It, like they're they're going to take the base of Cyberpunk in probably in the state that it is now, where people are happy with it. Probably, hopefully. It's like, probably take that and expand upon it, or just take the framework that was there, implement everything that they've done since it, and then build it up from there. Because we don't really know what it's going to be, but...
0: All we know is it's just going to continue taking place in that universe. So it may be in a completely different city as far as we know.
1: True. But yeah, and then like... yeah i don't even know how many witcher games were announced I, i think it was four or five that were announced for it but i mean it's been it's been years since uh the witcher 3 and it's like i mean it's touted as one of the greatest rpg games of all time if not the greatest and the it's like them diving back into into it now, especially since in the past few years, Witcher has, the Witcher franchise in itself has gotten a resurgence. Yes, because the with, Netflix series, with like the Netflix series, and everything like that. It's, I mean they they've got good timing for all of their properties right now. So now they've just got to buckle down and deliver on it.
0: So yeah, so here I pulled it up. So they announced Cyberpunk Orion, which is the second Cyberpunk game. The Witcher Polaris, which is going to be the next installment in the Witcher series. Um, Pro- Project Canis Majoris, which is going to be a full-fledged game, full-fledged Witcher game, but separate from the current main, the main, main series. series. But it's still going to be a full-length game, apparently, which is going to be probably ridiculous.
1: new set of characters, probably.
0: Or just other characters that we know. Cyrus, which is going to be set in the which are universe and created with support from CDPR, offering multiplayer gameplay on top of single player. And that then, weird. yeah. And then Project Hadar, which is going to be a completely new IP, which is in the more or less just creative process of, hey, we have an idea, and they're more or less yeah. just throwing things yeah. at a wall.
1: We we have something we want to do, and now and they're gonna let us they're gonna let us play with it. So we'll we'll see in a few years on that one, probably.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so at least in the works that we know is a new Witcher game, or a new cyberpunk yep. game, three Witcher games, and then a new IP that is currently being drawn up.
1: Yeah, and all of that announcement just they just showed up one day, and we're like, you know what? let's just let's just drop all this and it's and little, let people try to absorb it.
0: It's literally what it is. It was just they went on Twitter and just had, went hey, we got all this going. Here you go. They even put up a at the end of all that a YouTube video of the full strategy update of where they're going with this.
1: Yeah. Which I mean they're they're riding some pretty strong highs right now and all this did was Give more expectation, more hype to them. So, and it's like we still have the we we still have the cyberpunk Phantom Liberty expansion supposed to come out next year. Before it's like before all this other. So after this announcement in particular, where they're like, "Hey, we're working on all of this stuff," and people get excited, they've got to nail this expansion now. Because if something goes wrong with this expansion after all the goodwill they've brought back up, <laughs> that's going to be bad.
0: I mean, they, they are... I hope that CD Projekt Red is fully aware that they cannot fuck up again. And I mean, or honestly, they are in a better state at this point. They got Cyberpunk working, got most of the glitches and whatnot. They have that base, and as well as they don't have to deal with the previous-gen consoles now, because we are definitely in full steam of next-gen consoles only, because we are starting oh, yeah. to see less and less releases for... Xbox One and um, PS4.
1: Yeah. So I mean it. We. It'll be exciting because a lot of this stuff is. I mean, shit. All this stuff still has code names. Yes. And everything basically said, "Hey, we've been. We're greenlit to work on all of this. We'll show you something in a couple years," which. Again, la- I think it was last week or the week before when I was bitching about people announcing stuff super early. <laughs> it's like, this is another one where that happens. But, I mean, it's it's exciting to know all of this is coming. But and at it- the same time, it's frustrating knowing, oh, all of this is coming in five years.
0: And you never know. Maybe we'll see some before that. But depending on how, because they're saying that all these are going to be full-length games. Yeah. So I'll be curious what they're going to consider a full length game, since we both know, Witcher three, and all of its expansions are fucking humongous. And then Cyberpunk was a humongous game, so I can only assume the expansion is going to be similar to one of the Witcher expansions, which are just add several dozens of hours to the game.
1: Yeah. It it's it'll be interesting to see like where they consider full length, because like for Cyberpunk, I did not do all of the content available in Cyberpunk. I played through the story, I did some side missions and stuff. I played it for just under twenty nine hours. Yeah. And that was that was a full game's length for me. Whereas Witcher Three is if you if you try to get as much out of that game as you can, it's hundreds of hours long. Yes. So and people
0: it, enjoy that versus Valhalla.
1: Wait. <laughs> There's people that enjoyed Valhalla for for what it it's like. I enjoyed it for what it was, but I also acknowledged this is not for me right now.
0: Yeah, I don't think <laughs> I ever. Yeah, like, I heard anyone say Witcher's too fucking long. I just always heard I need more Witcher.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like I think I think the the difference there is Witcher because I never I haven't played Witcher games, but from people that I have played them, it seems to just be the gameplay loop is a lot more engaging than, like, Valhalla was. Because Valhalla is pretty straightforward. It's like, you, there's not a lot you gotta... There's not a lot of variance to it. You find the you find your way to play, and then you approach the situations pretty much the same. Yeah. Whereas, like, Witcher, you can... I feel like there's a lot more freedom in it.
0: See? The only thing I can say from this is hopefully at least one of these is going to be on Unreal Engine 5. And then depending on when they come out, maybe Unreal Engine six.
1: I yeah I would I could only assume that some of like at least if if not all of them several of these would be in five because at that point at this point it's like you gotta it's like you announced them people aren't gonna be it like, people are gonna want them but nobody's gonna rush you on it because especially on the Witcher side of it it's like coming on it's like you got Witcher three back there which like I said people hold that as one of the greatest RPG games ever.
0: I mean oh. I'm surprised Witcher 3 doesn't do the Skyrim thing cuz it it could get away with it.
1: I I mean it's it, yeah it's only been released a few times but people love that game so they as long as as long as you do right by the uh the fourth game people people aren't going to care how long it takes.
0: I feel like there's also that small margin of just going after cuz everyone was always happy with CD Projekt because they always came out good. Then we got Cyberpunk, and now there's Witcher's fans going, please don't fuck it up. Please don't fuck it up. Please don't fuck it up.
1: Well, it's the thing. It's like, if you're going to... I'm going to hate that I'm going to say this, but with these games they have coming out, if you're going to fuck one of them up, the Cyberpunk sequel is the one to fuck up, that's going to be the expected one. I mean, you're not wrong. If that one comes out in, 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 like... Okay, condition people will be happy. If the Witcher one comes out fucked up, CD CD Projekt Red's gonna burn.
0: I mean, you you're not wrong in the least bit.
1: <laughs> it's like I hate that I I say that. It's like you it, know. Hopefully, they all come out great and there's no problem with them. But if one of them, if if you gotta throw one to the wolves, throw the one. Expected. There it
0: is. Yeah, which is sad to say, but hey, it is where we are. But um. I mean, you got anything else to say about them?
1: You watched the the Mario trailer?
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> that was a thing.
1: That's, that's where my brain went there. I mean... This was, uh... This, I knew they were doing a Nintendo Direct just for the trailer.
0: I didn't expect they were going to go that still... hard.
1: It's like it, they they did a direct just for the trailer, but for some reason I thought it was gonna be more than just the trailer. <laughs> it was like a couple short little, like video clips from like uh, well, Chris Pratt and Jack Black.
0: I I want to say whenever they they were going into the whole introducing our voice cast. And everything, I was like, Oh, they're introducing voice cast and everything and they introduced Chris Pratt. I was like, Okay, that's expected. But they said two. As soon as Chris Pratt went on the screen, I just started going in my head, I was going, Jack Black.
1: Jack Black. Jack Black You got it, man.
0: <laughs> then he finally shut up and I just screamed for no fucking reason.
1: Yeah. I I will say as well, everybody at like from the cast announcement and no and them constantly talking about Working on it, trying to make it like quality, how Nintendo always does. You're like, okay, yeah, they're it's like they're tossing some money at it. Man, that trailer starts up, and I just sit there and go, Holy shit, they threw down the wallet!
0: Oh, yeah, no, they went hard because
1: because it's like, regardless of regardless of if if some of the voice acting is just the characters, or some of it, it's like if you're not a fan of who they chose as actors. God, they went hard on the animation. It looks say, fucking good.
0: The animation is solid. Out of the voice actors that we saw, Jack Black is solid Bowser. I had you
1: no te- You can't even really tell it's Jack Black. You really but can. It's, it's so it it's really good.
0: Um, I forget who they cast as Kamek, but Kamek wasn't bad.
1: Yeah, I will say that it's like the trailer itself. I mean if it's one of those where it's like you know it's it's like everybody's expecting it to kind of be kind of a goofy look at all the look at all the actors they got in this for voice acting and that. I gotta say, I mean, this trailer kind of sold me a little bit. I mean,
0: it sort of sold me like that whole just contrast of Bowser versus the Penguins was fucking That's fantastic. That's exactly what I
1: was thinking of because it's just they all come out, and start throwing snowballs and shit, and I'm like. Man, I might, I might actually be sold on this movie now. I mean,
0: all those snowballs were done animated fantastically, and just the hard contrast to just how fucking serious the penguins on versus Bowser giving the, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah,
1: like it, it's all of them going hard throwing snowballs, and then it just cuts to Bowser with snow on his face, like, are you fucking serious right now? Uh, I think it, I think it's safe to say we get, we we got an actual movie on our hands here. Yeah.
0: It's a shame that it it was supposed to be originally Holidays, but it did get pushed back to March of next year. I mean, it's definitely a movie to look forward to in the spring. Um, It was mostly showing off Bowser and Jack Black. We did get a small moment at the end of the trailer with Chris Pratt doing his Mario, which is just Chris Pratt as Mario.
1: It's just just Chris Pratt's voice acting. I mean, that's that's what we got. It's kind of what we expected to get.
0: And then uh, Charlie Day as Toad.
1: Yeah, and then at the very end of the trailer we got a little bit of Luigi. little bit of Luigi just running around screaming so I mean it is what it is yeah It'll, at this point at least it's it's less of a meme and more of like okay we
0: there. got a serious thing here now
1: yeah it's like we actually we actually got a movie here it's not just a meme
0: and the only the only real sad part i had about this which i guess sad for me exciting for others i think end of all that trailer and seeing that i was like Oh shit, we actually got a film now. Shit, if this does well, we might actually have a uh, Sonic versus Mario at some point.
1: Yeah, it could happen. But yeah. I mean, overall trailer actually looked good. That's that's kinda that's kinda where I was at. I was a little I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was.
0: I mean, it was good, but um the real trailer we need to talk about was our Scarlet and Violet information that came out this week. We had another yeah, we Direct, it. which was specifically just about Scarlet and Violet, and get them going a little bit more in-depth in, depth in yeah, some we things.
1: A, we got a nice 14-minute kind of... kind of just packed full... Uh, like packed full Direct for it. Uh, which, I mean... Some information we had kind of... Well, basically, we just got more clarification on stuff we had seen in previous yes. trailers. So, we got some... We got uh, some more looks at some of the new Pokemon. Uh, we got Girafarig's evolution. Of him just consuming I don't itself. what the name of it is, but his tail... Basically, Girafarig's tail goes to his head.
0: It's like Faragif or something like that.
1: But, yeah. It's like... So, we got that. Uh, and then... Kind of, it seemed like replacing the camps from Sword and Shield. We've got picnics now. Yes, where you can uh, create like instead of making curry, now we're making sandwiches. It's, yes, is it, the, the change there?
0: And the sandwiches actually give some sort of buffs and stuff to your Pokemon. Um, you can also craft TMs apparently.
1: Yeah, so there's uh, battle. It's like battling wild Pokemon when you knock them out. You, uh, kind of, somewhat of bringing some things forward from uh Arceus that we had is crafting is back in some ways, but like Zach said, craft there's a TM crafting machine, so when you knock out wild Pokemon or capture Pokemon, I guess uh like you'll get like bits of their fur, some items will drop off uh as like crafting components, which you can use to craft. The various TMs and that, which the interesting thing that was uh, kind of noticed in, in the TM crafting is to craft a TMs, you also need League Points.
0: Yes, which which you get we don't have the...
1: a lot of clarification on, I don't think.
0: No, they haven't I... really given a whole lot. Besides, I... you can earn League Points through doing the uh, Gem Battles. That's the only thing they yeah. said so far.
1: I would assume that you would get them from, like, Gem Battles or, like... Like, gym battles, trainers, and things like that, I would assume would give them. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, the gym challenges, I mean, you're not going to have... It's not going to be that many battles that you have, I don't I don't think. I wouldn't imagine.
0: Well, you may get a and lot you, from the damned uh, t- gym tests that you have to do now. <laughs> Fucking those yeah. things.
1: So either you're going to get a lot from that, or there'll be like recurring ways that you can earn these points back. Or, like, earn more points. Uh, to be able to craft TMs, cuz there th- we can't just have like a limited amount of points that we can earn or maybe then,
0: what i was thinking when you battle other just random trainers maybe you get poké dollars plus some league points
1: yeah it's like it could be random ba- random battles along that path or random battles in general could give you a small amount uh that we'll have to wait for more information on or just see as it comes closer
0: Thing that I uh, really liked that they did show off was the uh, auto battling.
1: Yes, I was I was excited to see how this is going to work because I wasn't sure.
0: So with that, what it is pretty much, whatever your f- front Pokemon is, your your starter Pokemon, you can send them out by giving a command, and they just go fight another Pokemon and just get the XP awards. So you're not having to go into the battle animation every time for every battle that we're used to. So it's actually taking a little bit from Arceus where it was just the smooth transition in and out now it's just not even the transition in you just go
1: yeah cuz i was i was wondering how it was going to work and it's because i was wondering if it's going to be like in Arceus where you just throw your your mon like towards the rock and they break it and get the the stuff from it and it kind of is it's like yeah. you just point you go go that way and they go chase it down to either or they'll just run that way whatever direction you tell them to and either scavenge items or like you said, just automatically battle, battle the other Mons, and it's like I don't know if we got exactly how that worked, as far as what determines the outcome of the battle. No, oh, really, no, they didn't but say. But it it seemed it seemed like, it seems like it's just the way like a new way of grinding, so that you don't have to like you said, constantly go in the battle, grind XP in that. You can just send them out, and that. That's your easy experience now.
0: And the another thing that goes with that is one of the uh, paths you can take because we got the gym battles, the hunting the Titans is what, what they're called again.
1: Yeah, Titans. And then you have. Or, uh, well, it's it's like hunting down something else, but it it involves the, like facing down these Titans.
0: Yeah, which uh, are similar to the uh, guardian battles from Arceus, from what I could tell, pretty much.
1: It's mostly what it looks like. Yeah.
0: And then there's the other one where you go deal with the bad kids of the school and you go and raid their camps and it's just it's no actual battles until you get to the leader of that camp. It's just hey, there's this many trainers here and this is their pokemon. Go at it. And you're time limited with your six pokemon just throw them out to go beat people.
1: Yeah, that, I was kind of <laughs> surprised by that cuz Nord- it's like it kind of replaces the the standard like gauntlets that we would typically see where you yes you go you basically you, you go in there and it's like walk around it's like you walk in and then there's just people everywhere so you're like okay I can individually battle all of these people or you go fight them you go fight them you go fight them I'll take this guy
0: which is a very interesting mechanic and I after seeing it I actually quite like it because it does add a different spin to what we're used to And it sort of also helps counteract that uh, thing what a lot of people do in those gauntlets. Like, oh, it's all going to be this tight? Well, I'm just going to have this super-leveled counter to it and just smash through it.
1: Yeah, it's like you could probably end up doing that still. It's just not going to be... Like, this this way of doing it where you can send out, like, your mons to go individually, like, auto-battle against trainers or other mons and that. I mean, it'll encourage a little bit of variety instead of just have like you said, people having one one monitor, like, okay, this is what I have. It's like, no, well, if you invest in, if you actually invest in uh, some different ones or have, like, some different types and that, you'll, it's like, you'll probably actually benefit from it as far as clearing these out a little bit faster. Yeah, because they are timed. Easier. Uh but yeah, it's like other than other than that, I mean, we got a little, we got kind of a look at the mini map in it, mm-hmm. the new like, and the new overall map as well. Uh, we got, uh, we we it's like we did get some information about. Apparently, you can just find glowing like glowing mons while walking around. Yes, that when you when you encounter them, they start the battle, like, terrestrialized. Yes. And then it's like, as, when you do a certain amount of damage to them... It breaks it. Uh, it breaks it, and then it looks like you can just catch them from that point. So, I mean, that's that's interesting, at least. I mean, that way you could go around, and that might be your way of seeing, like, uh, some of the rare, more rare... Uh, terrestrializations for certain mods, it would be like, okay, well, they spawn here like this. Or, like, a rare one could spawn here. Or something like that.
0: More well, than likely. And along with those lines, we also got to see uh, gameplay for the raids against the terrestrialized Pokemon and seeing the new uh, all-going-at-once combat, which seemed fairly smooth and yeah, uh, showed how... But- Even if you get your shit tossed, you'll come back after a couple turns.
1: Yeah, because it's it's entirely time-based and not like the sword and shield raids were, where it's like, just beat it through attrition or beat it through powering through it or whatever. Mm -hmm. These raids are just time-based, so it doesn't matter if you faint. If you faint, you'll come back in a few seconds. You just lose time. Essentially, a few rounds, you're just losing out on time. So... As long as you can beat it in time, it doesn't matter how many times you go down. As long as, basically, you can be a glass cannon and, and work your way through it. It just might be a little closer than uh than you would like sometimes. Yes.
0: So, I mean, uh, looking at it, I think I'll probably enjoy that raid mechanic more versus uh, Sword and Shields.
1: I Yeah, I hated Sword and Shields. I I stopped, I, I just refused to do raids after a little because I was just bored with it. Fair enough. It, it I mean the the other problem with sword and shield where it didn't like it didn't matter if you could if you had the strength to one shot the the monitoring like, to it, it just it would limit your damage based on certain phases of the fight. Yeah. Like you could never do more than like a third of its health in an attack. Because then it would just phase again. Which was frustrating. I didn't like that aspect of it.
0: I mean overall, uh, a lot of good information. Uh do you got anything yeah. else with it?
1: I was just going to say it's like one one nice or kind of interesting little shake up. We got we got a new like Pokédex like the first time or a new way that it's done. Oh yeah, you're right. In a mainline game where it's not just go to it and you see like a floating image of the mon there and it tells you about it it has, like, actual artwork for each different one with information about them, so... We got a nice little visual update for it, so...
0: Yeah, that, w- it's like, that was a nice touch. It doesn't touch. really
1: change anything gameplay-wise, it's just a nice change of pace.
0: Yeah, because like they said, it's just the Mon and just their natural environment or something is all it is.
1: Yeah. Uh The only other thing I saw... I think I had it. I don't know if I had it pulled up here. But there were... uh at least two yeah, here it is. Two new abilities confirmed. Uh, for Oh, that's right, yeah. That was confirmed by uh Faragiraph, which was uh Chud, which allows the the Pokemon to eat a berry twice over two turns. And Armor Tail, which stops opposing Mons priority moves. So New it's like new abilities could it's like it'll be interesting to see what people end up doing with those and what mons. If if, if those are just for uh, Faragraph, or if those are going to be available for other mons to see who actually gets access to
0: them. Yeah, because that Iron Tail could actually do quite a change-up, yeah, especially in competitive.
1: Yeah, that w- it's like that would be. That would be a very big deal, uh, for it. So it'll it'll be very interesting to see. See how that ends up playing out. See if we get any any more additional information before these get, before they come out as well.
0: I was about to say it's about two months away. So once got a war hits, we'll have that not too long after.
1: Yeah, and it's like and then uh, the the only other thing on it was just based on some of the images that people pulled up from like pausing through the video. We've got it's like. We see like little small images of uh, several new mods as well on the mini map that it looked like, but we don't have full information about those right now. So we'll probably get that information. They'll probably slowly release that over the next few or next couple months.
0: More than likely, if it's not already on the website.
1: Yeah, but that's uh that's all, or that's the majority of everything that was on there. Uh, they a lot still of information packed into 14 minutes. I
0: mean, it was. They still haven't told us about the motor Pokemon.
1: No, I assume that's going to be something that just... Either right before release or it's just going to come out. and They're going to be like, Aha, nobody noticed.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, well. One other thing I do want to shout out, though, is... So, Need for Speed got a new game announced, Unbound.
1: Oh, I saw something else on this. Okay, You, you keep going. There was something else okay. I saw that I was...
0: So it's going to be releasing on PS5, the Xbox Series, and PC only, so next-gen stuff only, on the Frostbite engine with 4K 60 frames per second. Open world called Lakeshore. It's going to be a return to the street racing routes, which I will probably enjoy because I always enjoyed those Need for Speeds. It's going to have offline single-player and crossplay. A new physics system and visual emphasis emphasis on art and graffiti, which is always fabulous in Need for Speed games. Because, I mean, you're going to be in a car the entire game. Might as well trick it out, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, just jumping on the Need for Speed train. On, I don't know if it's available on all all devices, but at least on Steam, Need for Speed Heat Deluxe Edition It's like five is bucks. It's currently ninety five percent off. It's like five bucks, isn't it's a, it? It's available for three fifty.
0: Oh fuck. I saw uh, that yesterday.
1: Yeah, I I saw that, and I I had seen it, and I was like, "What the fuck?" But yeah, it's like, because uh, then when I I saw this other Need for Speed announcement, I was like, "Okay, they're they're hitting Need for Speed now." Yes,
0: yes, they are. Um, so, so going from that end of just a game that's been just marked completely down, let's talk about Far Cry Six and its Game of the Year edition, which will apparently cost a hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs>
1: I don't know why they think people are going to pay $120 for it when people didn't really pay... Like, not a lot of people paid $60 for Ooh. it. It's like... The, I mean, I I don't know if they just... If the numbers were a lot higher than what we've seen, but from everything I've heard about the game, it's kind of like... It's Far Cry villain, good gameplay, the same as we've seen. Pretty much. For the past several games.
0: It, it was as a Far Cry game, if...
1: Yeah. You feel like a Far it's Cry like,
0: game? Pick it up. If you don't, it can just fuck off.
1: Yeah, but it's like I don't. This is this is in line with. I mean, this is obviously a much higher price point, but this is in line with the Skyrim Legendary Edition showing up on Switch for seventy dollars. Yeah, and they haven't except taken people. Except people would pay seventy dollars for Skyrim still.
0: Apparently not, because they got enough backlash that Switch went. Oops.
1: Yeah, but you know you know these people out there Oh, some sort of, yeah, easily. It's like people did it. They, they can't they can't get enough of it. But yeah, I don't I don't get it. I mean it's far cry. I feel like far cry games probably just like if you're gonna just keep doing the same formula over and over again. One you gotta mix it up somehow. Yeah, I need to read. But revamp. if you're gonna keep doing the same thing over and over again I think like, we know what we're getting. At least reduce the price a little bit for us. I was gonna say
0: they hit gold with three and they managed to make a success out of it with four. Five and six have been very blah. Yeah. They they it's need like, a revamp again.
1: It's it's one of those where like people people continue to buy them and then after they like the game comes out and people are like or like even before the game comes out when it's like be the reviewers have it and, and people are like, Oh, what's the game like? and they just go, I mean it's far cry. Yeah. If, if you played it, you know. It's Like, I mean, yeah, you can have as many good villains as you want to, but at the end of the day, it's, it's just another Far Cry game.
0: Yeah, you're going to do the same stuff a lot to overthrow a villain in the end. So, there's that. Probably never going to pay for that. That much. Nah. Never. But something I will probably buy again. Finally, Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden got... Announcement for its release date for Modern Platforms for January 19th, 2023. I mean, I'm going to get to enjoy yeah. that. I haven't played, done a run 4 in a while. 3. But
1: I'll say that plenty of, plenty of people that were riding the high of Persona 5 will probably be excited to go back and play these now.
0: I'll be curious to see what people's take on 3 is, because even though Portable updated a lot of stuff, I wonder if they updated anything more, because... Three is definitely rough to go back to just because it was the first of them to do the current standard system of Persona. So it's very yeah. base bones.
1: I, yeah, I feel like it'll... I feel like with that people will end up picking it up. It's like, especially people that played 5 and are looking to for more Persona will probably pick up 3 and 4 and then start to play 3 and go let's try, or they, they may work their way backwards and go, let's play 4 and then they go, let's play 3 and they go okay, well they, they're either going to be like, okay yeah, this, I I can, I can see where they're coming from and power through or they're just going to go I had fun with the other two
0: I mean, three's fun, it's got a great story and all that stuff, which would be really what rough would be for anyone who couldn't, who tried to go back to Persona and couldn't get through that I mean, oh I, yeah, I did. I mean, I'm fine with it, but I also like those old systems.
1: Yeah, Uh I was gonna say it, just going as well. It's like it seems like there, is, we could be getting or the 20, Call of Duty 2025 could potentially be a sequel to Advanced Warfare.
0: Oh God, no! Please, no!
1: I, I mean, I think, I think people liked it. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I wasn't in, I wasn't in the Call of Duty sphere at the time of these, these games that they had like that. It's like, I don't, it's like, this is rumor right now, so maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't happen. Maybe it'll just be another Call of Duty game. But, whatever happens, people, I mean, everyone will, everyone in the Call of Duty sphere will buy it. And then if it's not what they wanted, they'll still play it for the next year.
0: How do you think Call of Duty will die?
1: I don't honestly I don't <laughs> know if it'll if it ever fully dies. I think what ends up happening is is potentially like other variations of the game come out cuz like Warzone is out there and it's mm-hmm. it's the most popular it or it's one of the most popular BRs out there up there with I mean the cuz really the big 3 BRs are Fortnite, Warzone and Apex. Yeah. And then, and then like Battle PUBG of course. Yes. Uh but it's like those are the top dogs when it comes to that sphere. Uh and I I can only assume that in the next few years some other variation of like an FPS genre will come out, and then Call of Duty will jump on that and have their own variation of it. And just I could see eventually them having their own like standalone games like that that just slowly pull people away from the mainline type game because th- that standard like five v five or 4v4 whatever it ends up being like TDM or capture the flag and stuff like that mm-hmm. over time it's become less and less popular
0: and yeah, less it's right.
1: for specific types of games like specific specific genres of games get away with it or like specific settings of games that have other mechanics happening get away with it more so because uh, like as as we've seen it's like uh as we saw halo infinite i mean along with its many other problems that it's had at the core of it was a good a good game Mm -hmm. that didn't have a lot of content to offer besides capture the flag like free for all and tdm and stuff like that and at least on pc it has not lasted no it's like game it's like it's harder and harder to keep people interested with the basic game modes that you everybody used to just like live and play, play for
0: religiously, religiously.
1: Like now, it's like now you could play that, or you could go play a BR, or you could go play some free to play game that has a lot more to it or a lot more to offer.
0: Or go play GTFO.
1: Yeah, it's like you. It's like the the FPS genre has so many different options right now. Where I could see, and especially like some of these, some of these games like we got information saying like the Halo is trying to make their BR. Yeah. We got the Warzone and that. I could see like if more, more game modes came out and got popular like the BR did, and then Call of Duty being like, well let's do one of those. I could see them starting to just kind of like pull their own audience away from itself.
0: Fair enough. Okay. I was just curious because I mean. I think we're in agreement that Call of Duty as a franchise will probably never die at this point. Um,
1: I don't think it'll... Ma- I think eventually it'll go away from its main line of what it's known for, which yeah. is just the TDM, the Search and Destroy, and things like that. If anything, some of the modes like Search and Destroy will, will be what keeps it going. More than
0: likely, since that's the mode that a lot of people play, especially competitively. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, well... I don't got a whole lot left. You got anything left, John? Uh,
1: let's see. Not a ton. It's like a few small things that we had. Uh, I mean, Street Fighter Six beta is out now. Right, right. Or it's it been out and uh. People it's having like fun people with that. like people seem to be enjoying it, and people are making monstrosities.
0: <laughs> and the character that character creator is ridiculous with how much. Uh, it's it's as bad. Freedom as you have team. in it.
1: I was gonna say it's as bad as the WWE 2K character creator.
0: Yeah, that one's that one's pretty it's like,
1: atrocious. It, it, you're, you're seeing monstrosities like to that scale.
0: Hey, if um, people having fun bad. with it, why not?
1: Yeah, uh, we could be possibly getting a Crash Bandit game announcement. Uh, like at the Game Awards or something.
0: I mean, that can always be good. Franchises somehow stand alive.
1: Yeah, I'm not quite sure how.
0: <laughs> I mean, it got its revival with the remake of the trilogies and they released a new game that did alright. It didn't do as well as they were hoping after the
1: well, that's, that's fandom was that was the right, trilogy.
0: But, I mean, it did good.
1: Like the trilogy everybody loved. The fourth game people were kinda like eh we kinda it, it was almost like everybody got their fill with the trilogy and then the new game came out and they're like, yeah we kinda we kinda crashed out. Exactly. So maybe enough time has passed to where people people will be excited for it again. Hopefully. Yeah, that's uh I think that's about all I got for now.
0: Okay. Well I'm gonna hit the music then, and we can slowly bow our way out of here. There it goes. So, this has been another game static without Alex. Maybe he'll be back next week. Maybe he won't. I don't know. But until then, you can always go check out our sponsors of Agent Inc, Way Weird Beard Company, Rogue Energy, Red Dragon, and all of our codes and links and all that fun stuff down below. And as well as our Discord, you can always join and say hi there our Website at sparky3.com. Sign up for five bucks a month and really help us out, or just sign up for free and let us know that there's traffic there. It really does help. Um, I mean, of course, like, comment, subscribe rate, whatever your platform allows, it does help.
1: Yeah, do everything he said. And uh, if you've made it to the end of uh, another episode of Web This, thank you very much. And uh, we'll we'll be back next week. Maybe Alex will be here, maybe he won't. We're we've been we're able to hold this down pretty pretty straightforward yeah it's like we uh we, we keep it going but, but, uh, but yeah hopefully you'll be here uh be back with us next week
0: thank you for everyone who's watching this if you either came and joined us live or if you're watching this later as we said we'll be here next saturday round six just as usual maybe with alex maybe when not thank you very much Bye.
1: bye